You got the chill. The chill. The chill. The chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton. People like me. That's some booty, Jim. Presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Everyone is so mean to me. I am Jim Rutledge. You never go full Rutledge. <laughs> There is not a lot of things more satisfying than watching a Bush. Adult film stars, Matt Hamilton. If you're doing it, we're going all in. Does this mean we're official, Matt Hamilton? <laughs> we're officially from 4 to 6. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. I got some sad news, fellas, and our listening audience. <laughs> We pulled a Hamilton primetime Wollersheim. Do you know what a Hamilton is? When you don't show up for something? It's when you finish. Is that in your calf? I'm not totally sure. When you finish fourth. Oh. We finished fourth in the uh, best Best of Madison. Madison. Of four. Of four radio duos. The finalists? Yeah, we got fourth. fourth. We were, fin- we were a finalist. Hey, so sometimes like- I'm just locked in. I'm just locked in at fourth, baby. So like Team Schuster, we made the medal round, but we did not get a medal. Yeah. But let's be honest, I would not have celebrated a bronze or a silver. It was either gold or bust in this situation. You can celebrate whatever gold medal you want because that's <laughs> the world. Coming in third or fourth. <laughs> the difference between third, fourth, and second. If you ain't first, you're last, Matt Hamilton. <laughs> Fair. In the best of Madison rankings, but... Ouch. But that's when we were two to four. We are now four to six. So I think our new <laughs> crew uh, listening four to six will help us win Best of Madison last year. But we were honored to be nominated, but we finished fourth. Speak for yourself. We're winning it next year. You play to win the game. Well, we're going to play to win it next year. But, you know, Matt, I'm going to pander to the fans next year. I'm gonna, We're going to push for it hard. It is uh, your M.O. Finish fourth. I blame Matt Hamilton specifically. He's Matt Hamilton. I am <laughs> Jim Rutledge. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. It's the Monster Blue. You know what to do. And that's Crush, a Coors Light. And I want to get to the injury news. We can start with this, but I, I saw this on the internet and I wanted to at least throw this out there as well. But first, uh, the news that both Christian Watson and Aaron Jones are not practicing today. They're maybe doing some light like jogging. Yogging, if you Re, will. Uh, they're both rehabbing. Rehabbing, yeah. And you have Quay Walker. He is out there, but he's got a special helmet on, and so that's still very much in the concussion protocol. And the Bakhtiari is the new big Lamborghini where he's only going to uh, be put out for a drive on Sundays. So we assume he's good. He ain't practicing, but that's the plan for David Bakhtiari. So it is what it is, man. It is what it is. We'll get to all that. But I want. I saw this thing online. And I wanted to ask you, the audience, and everyone here in the Everlight Solar Studio, you can get into the show, 844-770-3776. The SAG, Screen Actors Guild, is basically raising money for some of the more famous members of the Screen Actor Guild are raising money for the uh, lower members to be able to have health care. Basically, it's a crew health care fund. And there's some interesting things on here. Some sound awful. Like having Lena Dunham paint a mural in your home. It's a hard pass. <laughs> Who's Lena Dunham? She would be most known from that show on HBO, Girls. She like wrote and starred in it. 
Mm. I think that's in what she's most known for. Ryan, yeah, is that is that fair to say? I don't know her for much else, but she's she's in a lot of stuff. Yes. And one that was very interesting to me. So I want to ask you guys two separate questions here. One, 844-770-3776. I don't know if we're going to put this at Jim and Matt yet, but I want to ask you, the audience, if you could have dinner with two actors, who would they be? Because Bob Odenkirk and David Cross. So Bob Odenkirk, you would know from Better Call Saul. They also had oh, a yeah. show together, Mr. Show with Bob and David. And uh, David Cross is a stand-up comedian. You would know him from Arrested Development. Yep. So, and and you you would recognize them from other things. They've been in a lot of things. David Cross, Bob Odenkirk. You can get them to join you for dinner for seven thousand dollars. <laughs> That's actually a pretty sweet That's deal. That's it. Yes. Right. So eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. What pair of actors or actresses that would you want to join you for dinner? And then this is the other question I have out there, and maybe this will be our poll question. Adam Scott, famous from The <laughs> Office. I think uh, he's got a show on Apple TV uh, right he now. He was in Parks and Rec, not he was, The Office. I'm sorry, Parks and Rec, you're, you're right. Uh, he was famous for Parks and Rec. He was also famous for Step Brothers. Yep. And he's been in a few other things. Yeah, that show on Apple, it's where you like you like check out of your brain and work all day, and then when you're done working, like you, your brain turns back on. Yes. Yeah. That's, I, I can't remember the name of the show. Severance. 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 That's it. I want to say Servant, but that's a different Apple show, so <laughs> yeah, thank you. It's, it's tough. Uh, Adam Scott, now this is for LA-based dogs only. He will walk your dog for one hour, and right now the highest bid is $3,000. That's so, uh, hilarious. So I will also take your calls or text on who would you what celebrity would you want to walk a I dog hope he shows set aside up. the money I'm not saying you have to pay 7000 or 3000 I'm just saying if you had the opportunity let's say someone else makes a donation for you what celebrity would you want to walk your dog or what celebrity would you like to have dinner with 844-770-3776 I hope Adam Scott shows up and like the person comes out with their dog on the leash you're like alright ready to go for a walk and he's like okay and like takes the leash because he just doesn't want to deal with people he's like that's why I said I would walk your dog I want to go for a one hour time break with your dog not you not the owner just the dog sometimes to avoid people I could avoid I could see that yeah, I, I don't. Th- I'm not saying. I think he would get your dog a present. Adam Scott will walk your dog. You are not invited. Tim in Oregon chimes in. I voted for you guys. I'm not voting for anything ever again. So thanks, Tim, though, for the vote. He'll vote for us again. He's just upset. Well, no, I'm just like voting's a very important responsibility of your civic duty as an American. So I would hope you would vote. Again. I think he means in non-important things. Like, oh come our, on! Yeah. I heard. I will not vote again. TJ from the road chimes in. He would have his dinner with Robin Williams if he was still alive and Anthony Bourdain if he was still alive. That's a good pair. Bourdain would be good. I like that. What was that? Oh. Robin Williams, Goodwill Hunting. I like right. I thought of it. Yeah. I like that. It's a stretch. JJ and Poinette says Harrison Ford and Chris Pratt. I mean, Harrison Ford sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. And Donnie from DeForest. JD and Turk from Scrubs, that'd be fun. Okay. If you've seen the show, yeah. Scrubs, they do the TV. They're they have the commercial funny. for like T-Mobile as well, so they're kind of a famous pair. They'd probably be fun. And then uh, Daniel Sloth chimes in. Adam Sandler or Paul Walker would be the dog walker that he would want. <laughs> Paul Wa- was Paul Walker just for the pun? Is that all Daniel Sloth went for? I maybe, don't, maybe. I don't. I don't see any other reason why. <laughs> uh, Tim in Oregon says he wouldn't want. 
uh, someone to walk the dog. He wants someone to socialize the dog, which is fair. If you want, maybe the dog needs a little more. Bring him to the dog park. Yeah, that, that kind of. So stuff. I did ask uh, out in the hallway just before the show started. I asked Hall Monitor Jesse Nelson who he would want to have walk his dog, and he actually said Sam Jackson. The idea of Sam Jackson <laughs> teaching your dog tricks and teaching you how to socialize. Yes, your dog. he deserved a walk. And <laughs> yes. He deserved to go to the number two. <laughs> There's puppies on the sidewalk. <laughs> what? What's the punishment for someone uh, not picking up uh, their dog's uh, business? Yes, they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. That's what Samuel L. Jackson has to say. That is the worst. <laughs> Dan Stoughton chimes in. I want to have dinner with Bill Murray and Jim Carrey. That'd be a fun one. Ooh. Oh, and he would like to have dinner. Daniel Sloth would like to have dinner with Paul Walker if he was still alive. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> makes more makes more sense. I don't know. I like the dog walking pun. <laughs> you like this for the walking? Yeah, part? for the pun, I was here for it. Jake and Edgerton chimes in with Tom Hanks and Daniel Day Lewis. That's a that's a fancy. That's a America's bougie. dad. Yeah, Daniel like, Day Lewis would just scream about the milkshake he has and probably just throw it at you, right? I mean, isn't that his go-to move? Method actor. Have you not seen the movie? <laughs> you just cut. There will be blood. This. Right, but like what? You said it's he's Daniel Day Lewis. But I know, but he said he's a method actor, so that would mean he's not normally acting like that. But when he's in method, he goes all the way in. So and you he, want him to be like, hopefully he's method acting like a cool person? I don't know if Daniel Day-Lewis <laughs> would be interesting outside of method acting. You're not a Daniel Day-Lewis fan, I take it. No, I just think he's an incredible actor, but as a person, I wonder how What's your favorite Daniel Day-Lewis movie? Um, Lincoln, when he played Abraham Lincoln. This guy sounds like a blast at parties. What about yours? <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis? Uh, I, don't, I can't even think of everything he's been I'm, I'm picking on you because I don't... I mean, I know there's Gangs in New York and then there's There Will Be Blood and I probably would have gotten a Lincoln. That's probably all I Gangs would Gangs in New York's one of my favorites. Bill like, the Butcher would be yeah. terrifying. But yes. Very fun to be around. Yeah, I would not want to go to dinner with him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Daniel Sloss now changes dinner vote to uh, Jennifer Aniston and Jessica Biel. Not a bad pick either. Hey now. Uh, Sadler from the Pat McAfee show uh, time chimes in. He wants Christopher Walken and Morgan Freeman. We are asking you this question because the Screen Actors Guild, which Matt Hamilton was a part of for a minute. We'll get to that story for a in a real minute. Hot minute. Uh, we'll get to that story in a minute. They are raising money for the crew, so good for them. So people that don't who are suffering far more than these stars are during this uh, strike that they're on or I don't know, strike holdout. I don't know what it is, but Nobody's doing any work in Hollywood, and so these actors are raising some money. And Adam Scott is offering to walk your dog for an hour. Right now, the highest bid is three thousand dollars. You don't. I'm not asking you to. Would you pay this? I'm asking you, who would you want to walk your dog? Let's say if someone else pays it for you, and then Bob Odenkirk and David Cross, which would be a fun, like duo. It's a great dynamic duo. Uh, I, I think. What about uh, Key and Peel? Key and Peel. Oh, they haven't done anything in such a long time together, too. They're right. like separate entities now. That would be great to get that. That would be a good one, too. Like a comedy duo together would be good. Or uh, Mulaney and Davidson, because they'll Pete Davidson and John Mulaney, because they're very good friends. Right. So like, I think it'd be something, you know, someone had the Turk and the. I think Nick Offerman is definitely on my list. I'm trying to think of who's number oh, two. Oh, Nick his Offerman. Wife would, Nick Offerman and his wife would be interesting. His yeah, wife is, fun. yeah, is famous from uh, what's the. Will and Grace. She plays the crazy, like loud neighbor in Will and Grace. She's a famous actress. Yeah, I know she's yeah, a famous yeah. actress. Well, I'm Wasn't she it for everyone in, else? Was, Megan Mullally. Yeah. Didn't she play? She didn't do anything in Parks and Rec, did she? 
She might she be. played like one oh, yeah, of his ex-wives. ex-wives. Yes, she played she his did, crazy yeah. ex-wife, Tammy. Yes, yeah, yes. that's what it was. Well, which one? Tammy one or Tammy two? Oh, that's a good one. Because wasn't Tina Fey Tammy two or sorry, wasn't Tina Fey one of the Tammies? No, no, I don't no. think so. Maybe I don't know. Eight four four seven seven zero. We're not going to get down to deep cuts yeah. of office. Uh, excuse me, Parks, Parks and Rec. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. This is Dave from Deerfield, our lunch friend Humphrey Bogart, Jenna Hayes, and Bill Russell. Humphrey Bogart. <laughs> okay. <laughs> ben and Madison goes with Jimi Hendrix and Janis Joplin. 28. Or is it 27? And Ben and Madison says that, uh, well, I'm not going to be out there tomorrow, but Rutledge and Hamilton, the show, is going to be out at uh, Hawks Landing tomorrow. Well, Ben and Madison is one of the assistant pros, and we just confirmed we got the proper hookup there. So Matt Hamilton will be there. So he asks you to say hello. Yeah, I'll be I'll be golfing. He'll be golfing in that eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Screen Actor Guild is raising money uh, for the crew for healthcare. Those who are not working right now, and some of the bids out there are for someone famous, Adam Scott, to walk your dog, and another one was to have dinner with two famous people, and Bob Odenkirk and. Uh, David Cross. I'm trying to think of other great comedy. Another great comedy duo might be Jerry Seinfeld and Larry David. That would be a really entertaining one. That would be very entertaining. Uh, This one, uh, 608 chimes in. 608, come and uh, share your name so we can get your name on there going forward. But Chris Farley, Holly Berry. Okay. Wait, Holly Berry? Yeah. Does she have any association with Chris Farley? No, he's just saying he's going back to just a dinner. Just pick him, too. Yeah, all right, fair. I assume he, he he means the Holly Berry of... Like the older Holly Berry, not the Holly Berry of Little Mermaid. Oh, well, yeah, I'm thinking Catwoman Holly Berry. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you go to? Well, I mean, yeah. That's I mean, like, yeah, that's what, it's like iconic for how like bad it was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's insulting. Once you go with, uh, what was the movie she did with Billy Bob Thornton? Oh, um, yeah. She won like, an Academy me. Award for it. She won an Academy Award? Or she was nominated, I believe. Yeah, oh, that gosh. was... A good film, but like, she was, she's known for the cat one because it was so bad. She was in one of the other like bad James Bond movies with Pierce Brosnan, I think, right? Mean. Oh yeah. yeah, all the diamonds in the world. I want to say no, that's not Die even another James day. Bond. Die, Die another, another day. day. Gothica, Monsters Ball is what she's Monsters Ball. Yeah, that's the one with Billy Bob. Yes, directly uh, over my head. Just, no you've clue. never seen Monsters never, Ball? Heard, never even heard of it. You'd like, I mean, you're a movie guy. Yeah. That movie was a, yeah. a moment there. It was definitely at least nominated for some things. 844-770-3776. And uh, we also have uh, 608 chiming in. Uh, we're looking for a name on him as well. A different 608. And Matt Hamilton would also uh, crush his dog while walking. So... I don't know. I would crush your dog? What does that mean? I, I don't know. know. Crushing, <laughs> like crushing Coors Lights? I oh, successfully I, you know, walk my dogs crush, without you, crushing I'm them. I'm sorry, I'm reading the wrong. Crush Coors. I thought oh, he, yeah. mis- <laughs> he misspelled Coors. I thought that was the name of his dog. What he oh. had put in here, so then I just substitute the name of dog. Now I look at it, and it's probably just like a autocorrect. Yeah, I just have a couple beers in the fanny pack said, and go for a walk. Crush Coots, <laughs> and I thought maybe Coots was the name of his dog. Uh, yeah, but now I will I'm not looking hurt at it. your dog. I promise. But now I'm going with <laughs> Matt's going to sit on his dog. Crush <laughs> Coors. I love dogs. <laughs> if it was a cat, I might crush it. <laughs> uh, Tim and Oregon now has changed it to Julius Caesar and Napoleon. That sounds awful, honestly. Two gigantic egos yeah. at one dinner yeah. table and like that. If you're taller than Napoleon, I wouldn't expect a good conversation with him. He must think about the Roman Empire a lot, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to talk some Packers football throughout the show today. we got Mark Tauscher joining us later in the show, presented by Chalmers Jewelers. We also are going to ask you, 
Is Aaron Rod or excuse me, is Aaron Jones the most important Aaron on the Packers since Aaron Rodgers? This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Madison area drivers heading uh, from the Beltline south on 14. There is a speed trap set up. Thanks, TJ, because that's my way home. I would imagine <laughs> yeah. the speed trap is over by that point because we're on four to six. By we, I mean he's Matt Hamilton, Olympic gold medalist. Hello. Also, former member of SAG. Yeah. He's uh, not on this eBay thing, but you are <laughs> on what is it called? Cameo? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cameo. Which so, is not affiliated with SAG. Right. But you can what? Matt I, Hamilton will say happy birthday to you? Yeah, I, I, that's what the primary purpose of ca- my cameo is for me uh, to wish Prime time will shot behind the glass. What's the weirdest cameo you got a request for? Um, so a weird one was some uh, some political party had asked me to like read a script, and I, I just said no. Yeah? Yeah. But the coolest one, and I thought the most unique one, is during COVID – Somebody had me send a video with a little like riffing saying hello and then asking a question for their like Zoom weekly trivia with their friends. Oh, okay. So I had like a curling question that I read off and then, you yeah, know, like Celebrity Jeopardy. They yeah, have, like, exactly. The, like the celebrity person pops so in and be like, okay. that was probably like my favorite one, but I would say 95% of the cameos were happy birthday. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, uh, get into the show 844 Aaron Jones has got a bum hamstring. And Christian Watson also has a bum hamstring. A lot of bum hamstrings going on uh, up in Green Bay. And the question I want to ask you, Matt Hamilton, will ask it to our audience as well, 844-770-3776. I think Aaron Jones is the most important Packer for the team's success this year. Do you agree or disagree? We'll post that at ESPN Madison, 844-770-3776. Is Aaron Jones the most important Packer as far as winning games this year, it's a hundred percent yes. Because I said talk this, about a jump though. Like he wasn't even the most important Aaron on the team last year. Because now last, he's the most right. important player on the team. Well, because last year they had Aaron Rodgers, and do not sell me on this. Oh, the Packers! If Aaron just would have ran Matt Lafleur's offense, <laughs> they won and won a Super Bowl. That is literally the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Aaron Rodgers is an MVP caliber quarterback. That's like saying, you know what? If Michael Jordan just would have ran the Four Corners offense a little bit more, <laughs> uh, just, they, they would have had eight titles. Like, yeah. what are we doing here? You just know, don't Phil Jackson started, right? right like. <laughs> Michelangelo, if he just would have painted by numbers, it would have been so much crisper. <laughs> like It's just one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. You don't take away the talent of someone to make him run your system. You have a system when you don't have Aaron Rodgers. Matt LaFleur even said that. Yeah. Like, just this little side note that was driving me insane. Just <laughs> loony people out there yeah. being like, hey, you know what was holding back the Packers? Aaron Rodgers. He was just too good. <laughs> he was too good to run Matt LaFleur's beautiful system that he didn't invent. You know what uh, Sean McVay did when he had Jared Goff? And his system, he said, this system ain't good enough. I got to get Matthew Stafford. Right. You know, you know what? Uh, you know, he, then he tried to get Kyle Shanahan. He tried to get Trey Lance to make to be the next great thing. He wasn't it, but he was trying to improve his quarterback situation. And then he tried situation. to get Aaron Rodgers. And Matt Lef- right. And Matt LaFleur said, 
hey, we got it. You know, when I come in here, we got Aaron Rodgers. I, I don't care about my system. We'll run like seventy percent of it because yeah. we're going to win more games that way. So the system thing is dumb. But bringing up <laughs> Shanahan, I think the Green Bay Packers recognize what they have in Jordan Love, which is probably some sort of Brock Purdy type quarterback, and they recognize what they have in Aaron Jones, and they recognize the talent they have on defense, and then they draft Luke Musgrave. The the Packers are trying to be, and I think they can get there, to be the San Francisco 49ers, who have won most of their games over the last few years without a premier quarterback. Jimmy G is good. He's not premier. And they have... Alex Smith was good, but right. not premier. And then they had you know Colin Kaepernick as well. They've won a different system with that with Harbaugh. But for a long time now, they haven't had that premier quarterback. What they have had is really good defense. But they have a premier running back in Christian McCaffrey right now. Then they have George Kittle at tight end. And they have uh, Samuel at wide receiver. So the Packers are trying to use all these gadget sort of players. Watson would maybe be a little bit in that Samuel role. Not exactly the same type of player, but kind of a gadgety player that you can move around the field. Then you have McCaffrey as Aaron Jones. Right. And then Musgrave hopefully for Kittle. So to me, this offense doesn't work, and they're in major trouble if Aaron Jones doesn't play. Every game he misses feels like that's a game they'll likely lose. It's just it's one of those situations. Since he is your best player, the opposing team can dare you to beat you somewhere else. Like Normally, they would just load the box on Aaron Jones and then make Jordan Love beat him down the field. And then when they start honoring the pass a little bit, they give the ball back to Aaron Jones. If they don't have Aaron Jones... They might just trust that their four-man front or their their D-line can get to the quarterback fast enough, and they can drop back and say, okay, the only way you're going to beat us is on the ground. We're not going to let you get a pass over our heads or anything like that. So without Aaron Jones, that like two-headed dragon of an offense that uh, I like to think the Packers have right now with a decent pass game from Jordan Love and a solid run game from Aaron Jones, you take away one of those, the defense knows exactly how you're going to be able to do this. I mean, there is going to be a huge, huge role for uh, for AJ Dillon if Jones is out. He is going to have to be the back that everyone wants him to be. Look, all you had to do is watch that game against the Bears. The only time the Bears could figure out the offense in the second half was when AJ Dillon got the football. They go, "Oh, we're gonna give it to the big guy. We'll tackle him." You can't figure out Aaron Jones. Now, the only bright side to me is that. If he's starting and playing every snap, they're not just going to be able to see Aaron Jones and be like, okay, or excuse me, AJ Dillon and be like, okay, he's getting the ball. At least now, it'll like, since he's going to be the bell cow, uh, at least as far as if Jones is out, I can't imagine they would put the backup in as, for very significant amount of snaps. AJ Dillon's going to be the guy. Speaking of Aaron Jones to this offense, 86 of Jordan Love's yards came to Aaron Jones, and I feel like they traveled in the air about three total yards. And that's not a lack well, of Jordan. Well, that one was only maybe like one yard down the field, but it was like 15 yards across the field. Right, but that, that's still... <laughs> that's a good throw, Jim. That's still negative air that's yards. That's like a 16-yard throw. It was an amazing... <laughs> but here's what it was. To LaFleur, and I, I pick on the, the scheme thing, but what LaFleur is doing right now, now Matt LaFleur is more important because Jordan Love is not in the same stratosphere as Aaron Rodgers, even Aaron Rodgers last year. But what they can do with Jordan Love now because he understands he's not Aaron Rodgers. And is can that, we exp- express that we're talking not necessarily – you can give us whatever like physical I I, ability I you want, but Jordan Love is not anything close to what Aaron Rodgers is mentally on the field, which is the difference that you're kind of right. making. I mean, all you have to do is listen to Wildey and Tausch when Brian Bulaga was on yesterday, and they were talking about how – or excuse me, I think that was Wednesday – how. 
Myers right now has so much more on his plate because you know what Aaron Rodgers did? He made all the play calls for the offensive line. And you know what Jordan Love's not doing? Making those play calls. I believe Matt LaFleur changed, they said Jordan Love changed zero plays. So right now... I mean, that's what LaFleur probably right, wants. But that's what Jordan Love is capable of. Right. So, But that's why there's a massive gap. Be the gap. avatar right there's now. A, and there's nothing wrong with that, but that is a massive gap between Aaron Rodgers who was basically beautiful-minded out there and could do whatever he wanted and could see whatever he wanted out there. And, what, four out of the five years he was with a floor, it was magnificent? Yep. So, like, let's just pump the brakes on this offense thing. <laughs> but right now, what Matt LaFleur is doing is he's looking at Aaron Jones and says, you know who the best player on offense is right now? Maybe the best player on our football team? It's Aaron Jones. So what we're going to do is we're going to get the ball to Aaron Jones. We're going to do a fake and trick the entire – don't be Bears defense and throw it across the field so Aaron, jo- Aaron Jones can walk into the end zone. We're going to make TJ Edwards have to guard Aaron Jones one-on-one on a wheel route, and Jordan Love just has to throw the ball to the middle of the field with yeah. no pressure. I mean, they're making Jordan Love's life extremely easy, and the biggest reason they're doing that is Aaron Jones. If he's not in this game, A.J. Dillon is not scoring and not getting 50 yards on the other one. Like Maybe no. A.J. Dillon gets 20 yards, and he ain't. TJ Edwards has no problem covering A.J. Dillon. Like Aaron Jones is a such a unique talent that he is the most important thing for the Packers' success as far as winning football games. 844-770-3776. Do you agree with me that Aaron Jones is the most important Packer for winning games this year? 844-770-3776. 100% yes. I like Jordan Love is he's the most important player because if he's not playing well and he's not getting Aaron Jones the ball, like the Packers are going to struggle, but if Aaron Jones ain't playing well and Jordan Love's fine, I think that Packers team is going down anyway. Like you need Aaron Jones to be on to have the to give the Packers their best chance. I'm not saying they can't win without Aaron Jones this week, but it is definitely a much more of an uphill battle that the Packers are going to have if Aaron Jones sits. I want to be respectful to AJ Dillon, but Carter chimes in. I have confidence that Jones could sit out this game and Dylan and Wilson would clean up well with similar yards between the two of them, but our best chance is for sure having them on the field down the road. So A.J. Dillon, as a running back, averages about four yards per carry. <laughs> uh, Aaron Jones averages about uh, basically a full yard and a half more than that right. per carry, and that's just as a running back, let alone the receiving side of things. So I'm going to make it more about how great – Aaron Jones is instead of how pedestrian A.J. Dillon is. I understand he's got big quads, and I understand he can run people over, and I understand he's the mayor of Door County, and I understand he's beloved. But he is not in the same stratosphere as Aaron Jones. The Packers will have to change their entire offense if they have to change the if Aaron Jones isn't playing. They cannot run the same offense with A.J. Dillon. Right. He's, they're, not subs- they're not interchangeable. Yeah, I mean, the only X factor, because we have, and again, I'm not saying this guy's even in the same, same stratosphere, but he is. he does seem like a faster back, more built like Aaron Jones, uh, this Wilson cat, right? He's a little bit faster, smaller. He's going to be the compliment to A.J. Dillon this week. Okay, but like... He's not Aaron Jones, but like... He's he's got more wheels. Like on that wheel route, if he can catch the ball, he might have a shot at taking it to the house like Jones did. And I just this isn't Madden. It's Emmanuel not. Wilson, a rookie, is probably not going to be anywhere close to no, Aaron. No, 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 no. So like, I, I wanted to I, I, throw yes, this out there. Right. I'm just saying he's we the Packers are still going to have a similar one-two punch in the sense that they're going to have a faster, shiftier guy in Wilson and the same old 
A.J. Dillon going to try and run it between the tackles and run it down your throat? TJ from the road chimes in. I agree 100%. Jim, maybe that's why they're looking at Jonathan Taylor as a possible backup in case someone gets hurt. I'm sorry, TJ. If Jonathan Taylor was on his football team, he is starting over AJ Jones or Aaron Jones. Excuse me. Yeah. Just combine the two together. He is one thousand percent starting over Aaron Jones. They probably move off Aaron Jones. But TJ, what I'll give you this is the pursuit of Jonathan Taylor continues to drive home my point. The Packers are building their team like the 49ers. because Aaron Jones is closer to thirty. Jonathan Taylor is a very young football player. Jonathan Taylor could come in and be Christian McCaffrey for Jordan Love like McCaffrey is for Brock Purdy right now Mm -hmm. and be that for the prime of their careers. And that's why the Packers were doing it. It was not a this-year move. It was a future move. I mean, it would have been awesome to have them both this year, but yeah, it was was to basically let Aaron Jones walk next year and then have have Taylor moving forward. Uh, Carter chimes in. Imagine if AJ Dillon had the Eddie Lacy spin move. Oof. Yeah. I mean, imagine if he was Jerome Bettis. It'd be amazing. But he's not. Uh, that, you know. that Eddie Lacy spin move was so good. I remember like all the Packers started doing it. You know what I mean? They lower their shoulder and just like try and bounce off the like hit coming in. That was so, that was a fun season to watch. Right now, ninety percent of you agree that uh, Aaron Jones is the most important offensive player for the Green Bay Packers. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Hamilton, live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Matt Hamilton got his Coors Light. You cashed your check. You cashed your check. (laughs) Yeah, right. You're right. Feeling okay today, Matt Hamilton? No, I just sounded good. The mountains were blue, and I know what to do. And that's crush a Coors Light. Yeah. Get into the show, 844-770-3776. We have some breaking news. Ryan, you don't have to do that when I can do the real audio. Ooh, practical effects. Yeah. Practical effects. You're yeah, such a like, nerd, primetime oh. Wallersheim. <laughs> <laughs> nerd alert. Keontes Lewis, a Ow. badger, wide receiver, no more. Uh, he had one catch this year for 12 yards. Last season, he was far more productive player for the Wisconsin Badgers. He caught 20 passes, which for Wisconsin is like catching like 75 anywhere else. So, I mean, tw- <laughs> when you catch 20 out of 45 passes that were thrown, it's <laughs> It's a really big deal Take that uh, in, in the Paul Chris era. <laughs> Take that from data. <laughs> Fast catching was a premium in that era. Those 20 passes were, uh, yeah, definitely the equivalent of at least 60. So anyways, he... <laughs> so the way we do inflation now. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like when you account for Badgers quarterback lack of passes and inflation. Well, <laughs> right, right. Well, it's like back when Badgers had Dick Bennett here, and he'd be like, well, in this offense, this player is scoring eight points a game. But if he ran in the normal college offense, he'd be scoring 24 points a game. But the Badgers bleed out the clock to the last second every, every time with uh, Dick nice Bennett. It's nice to win 48 to 40. <laughs> Is it, though? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I'd like to win football games. Fundamentals. 40- I'd like to win you football games 48-40, to to not basketball games. 
But I don't even, yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> with Keontes Lewis, so he transferred in from UCLA. So this will be his second transfer out. He has two years of eligibility left. He played, I think, six to maybe ten snaps against Buffalo. Didn't play at all against Washington State. He started the spring in the two deep, and he has fallen out of favor here at Wisconsin. So he has entered the transfer portal. 844-770-3776. Is that a canary in the coal mine? Are we worried? Player midseason, part of the three deep, I guess, entering the transfer portal? I wouldn't be like... Like every other athlete out there, they want to make their mark. And if he sees the writing on the wall here at Wisconsin that he's not going to get the the spotlight that one is required to get to the NFL, like very rarely do you hear about guys that are backups in college that end up going pro unless they're physical freaks like uh, Lucas Van Ness, right? So, like, this guy is just trying to get his – moment in this in the sun so he can get noticed by NFL scouts. So there's I, there's no reason for Badgers to panic because we have got so many wide receivers uh, coming down the pipeline that I wouldn't be concerned that one guy wanted to go. The, what I Actually, I would look at it the other way. There's so many good wide receivers here that a really talented guy like this doesn't see himself being a big enough contributor to this team where he can like make a name for himself. So, if anything, I think Badger fans should feel encouraged by this because we're that deep that a talented guy like this is willing to move on. Do you believe? I believe. I feel better about that, Matt Hamilton. Thank you. Do that you make believe? you feel better? Do you feel bad for Canaries? <laughs> no. They have to go on a coal mine. I think about Romans more often than I think about Canaries. I definitely I think I think of Canaries more than Romans because I like the phrase <laughs> Canary in a coal mine. Okay. Now, prime time, do you know what canary in a coal yeah, mine Yeah, canary in a coal mine, they would send them in there in case there was a gas leak that they found in the coal mine or some sort of deadly poison, essentially, and the canary would die first so then all the miners could get out in time. There you Smart go. Man. They did this in factories, too. Oh, factory. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What, you call me the alpha nerd for a reason. I know these things. <laughs> and you, I mean... I love it. I wanted to avoid the alpha nerd, but since you brought it up. <laughs> so, yeah, wow. if the canary would stop singing, that would be a warning sign oh, to get out. Oh. <laughs> if the canary falls over, it's also a warning <laughs> yes, sign. Yes, yes. Before they'd fall over, <laughs> they'd stop singing. That happened in 1986. They were relieved of their duties. Canaries? All the canaries put in the coal mines and they said it's over. They were, sent to the the farm. they were sent to the canary farm. They were sent to the canary farm. Yeah. <laughs> they lived happily so ever after. can watch the canaries on their farm. Go down that cave, canaries. Don't worry about it. You're fine. Don't worry about your friends who aren't singing. Uh, 844-770-3776 is how you get into the show. We are also asking you, is Aaron Jones the most important Green Bay Packer as far as winning football games this year? I'm worried, Matt Hamilton. Are you about the expectations for Jordan Love. I mean, number one QB rating. <laughs> the Bears, like, let's be honest. Right. So Jordan Love, there's definitely like a, I want to notice, like, his completion percentage was pretty crappy. Like, for like 58%. That's not even, that would have been like dead last in the league last year for a whole season. So that's not good. Now, on third down, very good. But he missed a third lot and of throws. fourth and fourth, well, mind you, right? Because he obviously missed a third, but he was six for eight on third and right. fourth down or something. So very good. But overall, very up and down against a disaster of a Bears defense with Aaron Jones. And the Packers really had one amazing quarter, two great plays by Aaron Jones that blew that game over. Then you had the interception for Walker, and then Love just had to 
basically just drive that thing home at 25 miles per hour. Right. Which is not a knock against love. But I don't know what I, I don't think Atlanta's very good. So maybe it's the New Orleans game. But in Atlanta, who at least won their first game, and I think won more games than the Bears last year, and you have a team that in Green Bay that could be without their most important football player and Aaron Jones on offense. And now you're asking Jordan Love to take away a safety valve. You talk about a tight end. Well, Luke Musgrave, you talked about it, at times was running the wrong route and the idea of not running it to the right depth. So Jordan mm-hmm. Love was – or Jordan Love threw it to the wrong place. We don't know the answer on that. We, right. I mean, we, we don't know. I mean, we can guess. It looked I, like Musgrave I did, I did what I used to do with Aaron Rodgers, and I would look at the quarterback's eyes – and Jordan Love wasn't like rolling him the way Rodgers did, but he definitely had that look like, oh, like right. we had it. Now, to to be fair, Aaron Rodgers earns the right to be like, okay, you ran it wrong. I, Jordan Love could have. We don't know. Like, no, no, for sure. In the yeah, room could have been like Jordan. Basing it you're actually wrong in I this because you've started one game as so as Luke, or as far as one meaningful yeah. game. But my point is that now you're relying on less reliable players, especially if Christian Watson's out. Yeah, and so even more will be on Jordan Love's plate. And on that offensive line. Now, the big saving grace for the Packers is they still have that offensive line. I mean, Jordan was able to – he could have drawn a picture. He could have ordered – he could have had something Ubered out to him on the middle of the field and eaten it. (laughs) Could have had takeout. He was the least pressured quarterback uh, in the pocket since 2021. He could have done whatever he wanted back there. Jumping jacks, tied his shoe, written a poem. I mean, he could have done all those things (laughs) and still throwing the ball to the players he wanted to get to because he had no pressure. But now maybe Atlanta will get more pressure than Chicago. They kind of have to. I mean, it was literally the worst – performance of a defensive line since 2021 and obviously the Packers offensive line was a major part of that right but the Bears uh offense Bears defensive line last year I think had nine sacks total so I mean it's abysmal and it's just also <laughs> abysmal in this year so Jordan Love will have tougher task but without Aaron Jones that could be worrisome against Atlanta yeah I mean again I I'm confident that Jordan Love is going to be the poised quarterback that we've seen the last however many times he's taken the field. Like, one thing I will say, especially since that Chiefs game he started for Aaron Rodgers during that like COVID debacle, he looked he looks infinitely more poised than then than that time. So the fact that we're not gonna go out there with and I'm kind of just assuming Aaron Jones isn't gonna play. If we go out there without him, I I trust that that poise that help. That's going to help that team's confidence. If you've got a guy like Jordan Love who's standing tall the entire game, even when things aren't necessarily going perfect, that's going to give your team confidence. And right now, Romeo Dobbs is showing that he might be that third down guy anyway. So Romeo Dobbs might be slowly working his way into that safety blanket role for uh, Jordan Love right now. At least that's the way it certainly seemed against uh, Chicago. You know we're halfway to St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> I did know that. Do you have you ever dipped your French fries in the foam from Guinness? Like if you got you no, know, get but a Guinness, I imagine that would be pretty good. I a, a, a big fries and a frosty kind of guy, and yeah. the foam on a Guinness is a little chocolatey, so I could see that being pretty good. There was a, a, a video I think on TikTok that some woman was caught and she was dipping, not like in a caught like she was doing something wrong but <laughs> busted <laughs> but she was someone videotaped her which also we need to stop videotaping strangers but separately Fair. as i talk about it on the air uh she was dipping her french as fries Maddie's videotaping <laughs> right, right, right. Well, i don't know you <laughs> stop videotaping me 
Maddie, our social media queen, is in the Everlight Solar Studio with us for Legend Hamilton. Videotaping me. She is allowed in here, Matt Hamilton. It's not our fault that you have the memory uh, of, I don't know. A goldfish? A goldfish. There you go. You're Matt Hamilton. The cracker? <laughs> to be fair, you forgot you were golfing in a golf thing. Yeah, tomorrow, I'm so. golfing tomorrow, baby. But anyways, <laughs> it's halfway to Guinness. Oh, excuse me, half, half of the state. <laughs> Halfway to Guinness time. Jim's it's, halfway through Jim's Guinness. had too many Guinnesses. I'm yeah. halfway through a case of Guinness. Now, 844-770-3776. If you're new to the show, I'm giving away beer. I like to give away beer every Thursday, and I'm giving away a case of beer right now, and we're giving away a case of Guinness because we're halfway to St. Patrick's Day. Hey, so, so now you can get some Guinness, and you can. No, hopefully nobody's filming you at home, and you can, you can pour, you can crack open the can, and you get that uh, the little, nitro. The little widget. The little widget in there, and you get this uh, nice, perfectly foamed beer from Guinness. You pour it in a glass, and then you can tip your French fries it's in like, it. It's like, it's like getting that uh, like draft Guinness out of a can. Yes, and then you can call us back and be like, hey, thanks for the free Guinness, and the French fries were delicious. The tip was great. Just the tip. 844-770-3776. I'm going to give it to caller number four. Caller number four gets a case of beer, a case of Guinness, 844-770-3776. Caller number four wins a case of Guinness, courtesy of Rutledge and Hamilton. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Well, no, not because of the stupid music thing. Nobody cares. Uh, this is Religion I, of Hamilton. I obviously care. Whoa. <laughs> this is Religion of Hamilton. Songs, Matt? It was, but no, it was more than... I told Jim right as we were coming back, I'm like, I gave him like 12 or 13 songs and he's only ever played two. Look, to be honest, I put about <laughs> half of them in the rotator. No, get out of here. I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. Look, they're good songs. It's just they're not bump music songs. It, it, there's a difference. I want to know which no, ones Matt, he eliminated. No, Matt, that is a problem of yours. You like sending these songs that are like super chill. He's which like I psychedelic. Love. Like you need to be looking into a lava lamp to appreciate them. Songs. That's me. Yeah, <laughs> it is but you. We all know that. This but. is a show for the people. Marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> we can't be doing that while listening to all your bump songs. Oh gosh. Okay. Just, fine. Take a break from the ayahuasca for a second, man. <laughs> I will not. I will not. Ayahuasca. <laughs> <laughs> then pick out some songs. No. Yeah. My, my music taste is better with ayahuasca. <laughs> is it, though? It could be true, but it's not good for the listeners while they're driving, Matt. We need something that you can listen to in the car. They're driving home from a long day at work. I didn't know we we're, were here letting, to entertain. I didn't know we were letting Ryan It's not DJ, to it's not DJ it, Matt uh, Hamilton. Matt... Dude, can I side note, okay. Ryan? Primetime Oshem over here. I gotta have a conversation with you. So All right. we love Matt Hamilton here, but he sent this text to us. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Earlier yes, today. I did. Matt Hamilton I was does vibing this afternoon. Matt Hamilton oh, does nothing when it's not curling season. Like absolutely nothing. Because I did stuff today. Here's what it says. <laughs> Feel my amigos. 
that album I sent over is a must listen. It's so for good. For real. For real, sorry. Like, for real. For real. For real. For real. My amigos. So anyways, honest, he sends boy. that, and I'm like, okay, I'll get around to it. And then he sends, and if you don't know, you knew the show. This is Mr. Anti-Live <laughs> Music, but he likes to be this guy. I'm working around the house, man. Just blasting on vinyl. I mean, did you roll <laughs> your eyes? Shut up. <laughs> no. While I'm staying at work all it's day. I've been here since such a, 9.30. It's such a vibe, man. I'm just listening to these songs on vinyl as I swim <laughs> to the house and call it curling practice. He literally, he literally says to us, guys, you have to listen to this stuff. It's so good. It is. Yes, it is, Matt. But we have to work for a living. Doesn't mean you can't play a little background but music like, for Matt, yourself. I just love you. Like I just got it on vinyl, and I'm just like doing some chores, man. <laughs> You're the dude. You're the big Lebowski. You're just the dude. I'm aware. I, I'm very aware of the current situation. I know you are, which is why There's... nobody's mad about it. But every once in a while, you get these texts, and it's like this bleeping guy. <laughs> just. You Listen, know, like, I'm just saying, like, if you've got a little bit of free time on a Thursday at 11 a.m., maybe throw on your vinyl. 844-770-3776. What are you doing, the listener, on a Thursday at 11 a.m.? 844-770-3776. I want you to call Whatever in or text Whatever you're in. doing, if you're telling me you can't listen to music simultaneously, I don't believe you. Call in and tell us what you're normally doing on a Thursday at 11 a.m. Because Matt Hamilton is swiffering, calling it curling practice, and listening to songs on vinyl at his home. 844-770-3776. What are you doing at 11 o'clock on a Thursday? Because Matt Hamilton's doing nothing. Working! Nothing! Practicing! Training! Nothing! Oh, jeez. So if you want to hang out with Matt, he's got nothing to do. So you could just <laughs> buy a great lunch with you. Uh, I golfing. am... You know, I like to work out when I have the free time. I'm the fittest, healthiest, and lightest I've been in years thanks to the team at Carbon World Health. And in part because of the great training program, which I've been doing for a long time. But like anyone else, I was kind of hitting this wall of like, okay, I'm getting stronger. I want to drop this weight. So what Dr. Nestor Rodriguez did is we did some testing. And he said, you know what? I think it would be good for you to be semi-glutide. And that is the FDA, game-changing FDA-approved weight loss treatment that drops fat, not muscle. And so now I am down about 35 pounds, and I'm down about 9% body fat, thanks to my workout regimen at Carboil Health and taking semi-glutide. Talk to Dr. Nestor Rodriguez, see if it's helpful for you. You know, that stuff works at like a cellular level, like that semi-glutide. It like gets your mitochondria, which is like the workhorse of the cell. Yeah. Just making energy constantly. Yes. And that's what it's all about. Is like get it. So it's not just like it's making you feel better. It's working at the cellular level. It's crazy. Well, see, Matt Hamilton's got time to research this. He's got time. Thank I was, you for the extra I was going down Roman rabbit holes yesterday and then saw... So, I, actually, I did. It was animals that are extinct now that were alive during the Roman Empire. <laughs> so <laughs> Romans came <laughs> up <laughs> last yesterday in my life <laughs> organically. <laughs> Maybe. Organically? <laughs> <laughs> or were you induced? <laughs> Don't you... Just assume here, Mr. Woolwich. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Be curious, not judgmental. <laughs> uh, we are asking you, 844-770-3776. What are you doing normally at 11 o'clock on a Thursday? 630 chimes in, and you can uh, share your name. We can put it on there normally. He said, uh, or she, working like a taxpaying citizen. Boring. <laughs> Boring. 844-770-3776. We, don't, we just have the 630. We'll 630, the you're boring. Then uh, Tim in Oregon chimes in. He is playing my 78 and 45s on my wind-up Victoria. See? Let's go. I think he's retired. 
Okay, that doesn't matter. I'm, living, I'm like semi-retired. Semi, you're fully retired. <laughs> you sometimes that. curl. <laughs> hey now. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six, and that was Corey that chimed in there. Uh, JJ Poinette asked AM or PM. AM, eleven AM. Corey, what or JJ? What are you doing? Listening to vinyl, baby. Cleaning the house. Rick and DeForest chimes in. Matt, get a job. 11 a.m. <laughs> on a Thursday means leadership team meeting. I'm like, yeah, I probably, at that time, I've got that, like, button-up shirt on and my socks, and I just go slide into the living room on my with my Swiffer in hand, just getting ready to clean the house. Vinyl blaring ta- in the ta- background. Taking those old records off the shelf and yeah. playing them. So good. Because that type of music moves the soul. <laughs> Do you know when I'm rock and roll? Right, I'm referencing the yeah, song. I know. Thank you you I just weren't get... jumping in. Do you not know the words? Not all of them. I had to let you. I was you trying get... to get this guy to fire up the song. I was slow playing. In, in the two seconds you gave me there? <laughs> Come on, Ryan. I'm not a DJ at... back here. Read your minds. You're staring at me like a weirdo back there. I'm trying to. Hey, hey, that was one of my sit... bumps. Maybe if you wouldn't have eliminated it, you'd have it. Look, I just want to mention that 630 Corey who texted in. He was also the winner of Throwback Thursday today. I forgot to mention. Hey, that. congratulations. He said he's a new listener to Rutledge and Hamilton. He's really appreciating the show. Hey, maybe you should be worried. Instead of listening to the radio, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, now he's not a listener anymore. <laughs> Carter chimes in. He said he is literally laying pipe. Whoa! <laughs> he said not the fun kind. He is literally hey now. laying pipe. If you enjoy your job, you never work a day in your life. Hey now. <laughs> Drew Madison asks, y'all don't drug test a good karma, do you? Well... Matt help, definitely hopes not. Watch. <laughs> what are we testing? <laughs> Matt, we got to take you in the side room during the break here. We got to have you. Yeah, just pop in here quick with us. JJ Ponette says he's out there earning money. 844-770-3776. Matt Hamilton at 11 a.m. on a Thursday is just Swiffer in the house, calling a curling practice and listening to vinyl. What are you doing, 844-770-3776, on a typical Thursday? Maybe the question is, would you rather be doing what Matt Hamilton's doing? What are doing? you doing at I think that's going to be a landslide there, Yeah. Matt. yeah. And, and, and yes? <laughs> you think they would? Would you rather be doing what I was doing? Swiffering and listening to music at my house with a little bit of... Marijuana! I mean, come on. <laughs> you are just inferring. Inferring? I did, not, I, have, I did not confirm or deny any of those accusations. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light.